Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. I am your host, JD, uh, owner of Southpaw, and to my right is Kat, the real reason that you guys tune in. Go ahead and say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. I don't have a quip today. <laughs> She's totally fucking slacking on you guys, so blame what do you her. Want from me? Am I just here for your entertainment? What the hell? Yeah, yeah, you pretain- 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 and you're going to see me screwing with the mic a lot tonight. We got yeah, new chairs. Yeah, we're going to have to turn. I can't hear me at all. Yeah, we got new chairs. Is that better? That just kind completely really. changed the uh, the setup. Literally of, everything. And we're like, I feel so tall for the first time in my entire yeah, life. They're only like three. There's only like a three inch difference in the height, but it definitely feels like it's Huge. we're sitting on a fucking mountain instead of a molehill. It really does. Um, so tonight we have uh, Joe Palacios. We're going to bring him on here shortly. He Absolutely. is a... Uh, Marine veteran and the founder and CEO of Maxwell Soaps. Um, His tagline is don't be nasty. We'll hear more about that here shortly. Uh, We have a very brand new sponsor for you guys tonight, which is also what we're drinking, which is um, five by five brewing company, uh, battleborn Texas made veteran brewing company based in mission, Texas. Um, Man, I need to get the banner up. I'm slacking here. Oh, that's my fault, too. Here, I got it. All right. So um, it's Calfo- uh, co-founded by Army veteran George Rice with beers like the 40 millimeter stout, the bomb... Sh- or bro- oh, God damn it. I can't talk. Heard that the bombshell, which is what we're drinking tonight. Bombshell, which we are talk- <laughs> drinking tonight. Fubar. It's no surprise this brewery is taking over Texas markets from the valley to the coastal bend. Ask your local bar, restaurant, or grocer to start carrying 5x5 Brewing today. You can find more information about them at... 5x5brewing.com facebook.com slash 5x5brewing you can call them directly at 956-445-5421 or you can email them at info at 5x5brewing.com so we're doing the drink and our first sponsor at the same time because they are one in the same um, this is pretty much going to be the beer you see us drinking from now on and I'm actually really stoked that they're a sponsor because I've been drinking their beer for three years now um, you I- like a lot of head don't you yeah, <laughs> you need head because that's what releases the aromatic flavors. Or oh yeah, no, stuff. I totally poured it where I wouldn't have much head. Wah, wah. No, no, you're supposed to have the uh, the head on there. Everybody <laughs> loves head. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're fucking retarded. Turn me up a little. I cannot hear. Thank you. Much better. Like already. All right. So I'm gonna move on to our second. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Were you done? Did you already tell them everything about uh, five by five? I guess so, but yeah, we're we're drinking their uh, their their <laughs> brunette bombshell. Pushing me for the time. No, we're uh, we're drinking the brunette bombshell, which oh, is a brown ale. It, it is um, it is eight point six eight percent ABV. Um, anything that five by five does is always named after something military related, a weapon system, a phrase, something like that. So, um, if you are in the South Texas area, you can find it at HEB Total Wine. Um, Liquid Town, a couple other places like that. If you can't find it at your local liquor store, ask them about it. Um, put in the comments whatever you're drinking tonight. And speaking of the comments, uh, make sure you go to streamyard.com slash Facebook. Give them permission to see your name. Thank you, Mark. Did you have problems hearing me also? Because I was like, man, I can't hear a word I'm saying. So yeah, now you can so- sm- turn it down a smidge. But it, there's a happy medium in there somewhere. No, I'm I'm watching okay, the, man. This awesome. whole it, the whole levels have changed because they of these really stupid have. chairs. It's ridiculous. Uh, you want to go ahead and bring in our next sponsor? Absolutely. So our next sponsor is a Legion of Loan Officers, founded by Air Force Security Forces veteran Nick Carpenter. 
Uh, the Legion of Loan Officers is America's masterminds for smart mortgage professionals where you learn to attract 10 realtors you love working with. That's this many. Get your free copy of Nick's book. All you have to do, it's called the Loan Officer Strategy Guide at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. Just pay a small shipping and handling fee to his lovely wife who we got to talk to on the air a few weeks back. Or you can go to... Uh, www.facebook.com forward slash legion of loan officers forward slash again. Awesome. All right. Our next one is uh, OMOG Construction, which is uh, founded by Marine Vet Seth, Seth Knox and Matt Anders. Uh, they're general contractors servicing the greater Houston area with a focus on concrete. The greater good. The greater good. <laughs> uh, no job too big or too small from residential to commercial and industrial foundations and pads. OMOG Construction has you covered. Uh, you can get more information at OMOGCO. That's OMOGCO. Dot com, uh, Facebook.com slash OMOGCO or Instagram OMOGCO. Um, there's no spaces, no underscores, anything like that. Um, OMOG stands for One Mexican, One Weto, and Weto is Spanish slang for white boy. Um, yeah, that's all for them. Awesome. Next, we have the Veteran Talk Show with Ryan Smeltz who uh, wipes his butt standing up. Yeah, he's a standard wiper. <laughs> We're going to say it every time because... Shame on you. Um, a soldier and an airman and a Marine walk into a room and the veteran talk show is the punchline. Um, the veteran talk show is more about veterans on the show than the ones who watch it. I have, that was weird wording, baby. I love you. I, I didn't word it that way. <laughs> An unorthodox version of therapy. They talk about things with each other they've never told anyone else, at least until now. Working to support sexual harassment victims, assault uh, prevention, and stopping veteran suicide, they maintain a resources page on the website, including Richard Kaufman's book, A Hero's Journey. Come watch the organized chaos. www.veterantalkshow.com or Facebook forward slash veteran talk show and uh, if you are a veteran please go check them out it is super hilarious there's stuff that only you and i are going to understand um i've got eight episodes out right now and it, from the first two seconds it's fucking amazing no 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 you you and i oh a pugilist that, that's a that's a uh young guns Boom, he throwback. Got it. i love it i love it <laughs> Our last sponsor for tonight is the Pirates Coast Realty Group with Wendy Johnson. If you're buying, selling, or leasing in the Texas Coastal Bend, give Wendy the Pirate Girl a call and she'll find your treasure. Whether you're looking for your dream home on the beach or a buccaneer to buy your empty crow's nest, Pirates Coast Realty Group gets you the gold. You can find her at facebook.com slash thatpirategirl. Email her at thatpirategirl247. That's the numbers 247 at gmail.com or you can call her directly at 361-205-2048. Make sure you do it during normal business hours because let's have some fucking respect. So she can get you a house on the beach so you can check out that booty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. That's why I'm here, people. So um, with no further ado, man, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. I don't see him in the corner. I don't see him either. What the fuck? Okay. So we're bringing them on and you're just going to see. Uh, uh, hold on. You haven't closed out our. There you go. We're fighting. We have two mouses or two mice. Two mouses. Hello, mice? Joe. Hello. So introduce yourself, Joe. I've already uh, brought a little bit of your history. Um, tell us a little bit about you, about your business and everything else you're doing. Yeah. Three minutes is yours, buddy. Three, three minutes. And oh, that's okay. First off, uh, just a few corrections. Uh, I'm not 
the uh, I'm not I'm not a founder of Maxwell Soaps. That was that was this is totally the brainchild of my brother and Corman Maxwell Moore. Like this is his he he created Maxwell Soaps, and uh, I'm more of like uh, an operations guy, right? Like uh, Max actually has two jobs in the Navy. He had, he had been an intelligence and then he also became a corpsman because he wanted to hang out with Marines because we we're so fucking awesome. Right. So, uh, so that, that's how we met. Um, and this is his thing. And then as we were kind of, uh, we were kind of going on a parallel road. I was working on a transitional work program, utilizing a dog training center and, uh, urban farm is eventually it came, became an urban farm. And, uh, and as we were paralleling this thing, our, our passions are kind of aligned, right? So we just decided to kind of combine forces. So my title would probably be more like a vice president of, of operations. Um, and and uh, the other title would be a kind of like, I'm like a pollinator, right? So I'm, uh, which is kind of a term that I stole from other groups as I pollinate myself and try to grow because my passion still is a transitional work program. And, and what, what I initially started out as for veterans, what I realized is it's just a transitional work program, but really it's, it's a place for people to come together and kind of just grow. So, uh, and whatever that means for them is theirs, but it's just a place for community and growth. And I, I still think that the way to that is, uh, with dogs, uh, with growing stuff, and just ha- doing the things that everybody does together. Having a meal, maybe uh, making something, uh, growing something, things like that, right? Uh, and and the soap is a perfect vehicle to send this message out that Max had already started. So that that's how I got involved with soaps. And, and it's been amazing, man, because it really is a super great idea. Like, literally this soap kind of, kind of just grown into something even more. And that's, that's kind of like I wanted to share the other part because uh, we always talk about it, but we never kind of dive into it when we say it's, it's not just soap, right? It's, it's more than the soap. Um, well, so that's I definitely apologize for the, uh, for the mix up on the titles and stuff. I've known you for, no. I mean, quite a while. And I never knew that, that part of the backstory. I always thought that that, you it was yours you because you own it like it's not financially i mean i'm sure you do financially. he means like emotionally you own that shit man you are maxwell soaps (laughs) oh thank you yeah you live it like you live it you own it it, it, really it that's kind of true because it's funny uh max was in town uh man a couple of weeks back he was he was learning to to captain a boat right he's he's going through a program where they learn to be a ship's captain because he wants to captain a vessel where you can carry passengers. So he was here and, and we were talking and he said, so how are things going? And I'm like, oh man, they're going great. And then he goes, yeah. He goes, I had a friend of mine the other day. He was asking me, hey, so what about the soap company, Max? And he goes, yeah, Joe runs it. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, Joe runs it. And that was it. So like, yeah. And, and that's the guidance is like, dude, own that shit. And that's what I try to do. Uh, and it's been difficult at times, but now that I own it, and it's not hard because our passions are aligned, man. And me and him are kind of like, everybody, as we get through this conversation, right, we're going to probably it's going to dive into how Lane and Steven kind of turned me on to this other world. And then 
meeting some other people and, and kind of opening up to things that I didn't know. Me oh man, you're, you're giving us entirely too much credit of how deep we're going to get. No, we're all about dick and fart jokes and toilet yeah. humor. And oh, yeah, it's funny though. Yeah. So how long have you been in love with Max? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, I think it's the other way around, man. I think he's in love with you. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. A, Maxwell, if you're well, listening, it's, you it's, wanna... a, it's a mutual love. Rand, he's oh. a corpsman. He took out for us. But uh, my, <laughs> what I always remember is that that was his tagline before he was making soap. Don't be nasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was like his as his corpsman tagline was, don't be nasty. Go wash your hands, guys. Don't See, be nasty. If I had soap, I would think my tagline would be like, wash your ass. Like, it would be very to the point. <laughs> Mine would be scrub your nuts. <laughs> Actually, I want to say I want to say one more serious thing about, about the soap and, and Maxwell real quick before we get into the shit show part of it. Um, I subscribe. I have the subscription to your soaps and where I get a new soap every month. And this one last month, well, I've used, I used them as giveaways on the show before. Uh, but the one that you sent last month, it's the eucalyptus and mint. Dude, that shit is fucking bomb. I smell like a mojito. It's awesome. I, I, I'll admit it. The uh, exfoliating one that you gave JD, I used it. <laughs> yeah, she's using my soap. I use it. It's like, mom, my gosh, my arms are so soft now. So <laughs> real quick, just uh, blurb out the, the, uh, uh, the website so that... People can go check it out, order your soaps, okay. and then after that, no more fucking business talk. Got okay, it. Don't yes. worry, man. Absolutely. Uh, I, I always I, I like to, to use the tagline one. It's it's www.don't the letter B nasty.com. So don't be nasty.com. You know what's so weird? JD never tells me that. He's like, bitch, you nasty. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Get nastier. <laughs> Be nastier. <laughs> really? Nastier? Let's, let's push those boundaries. Oh, oh, look. Hey, you can be you can be nasty and not be nasty. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all in the inflection, really. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to scrub my ass before we get nasty. And after, if you do it right. So, yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right. So, so you're a Marine. Um, what, a Marine. What, what years did you serve? Oh, man. Uh, I served 92 to roughly 2011. Oh, wow. Okay, 92 to 2011. Um, yeah. How many games of gay chicken did you win? Oh, man. I, I never played gay chicken. Oh, what? do you call yourself a Marine? JD, you played gay chicken? Okay, look, I have I, never I, I, lost gay I chicken. I got to tell you this. I have to share this. And every other Marine will deny it because they weren't in the units. But if you started your career in 2nd Battalion, 5th Marines, especially Fox Company, then... You're actually just a little bit of cut above the other ones. So you don't play those kind of those kind of games. You do like worse stuff. So worse stuff. Oh, please elaborate. You've got to give us some examples or else I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, because Mark says Navy nasty is a different thing. And I I'm curious now. So now you gotta elaborate. <laughs> oh yeah. Navy <laughs> goes me, out with on. the Navy goes worse out to sea with a thousand boats. Like, you gotta tell us. I mean, first of all, I, to be honest with you, like like I said, I don't even know what that is so I, I don't know how nasty it is you want to show gay chicken you want to show them you don't know what gay chicken is <laughs> no oh oh my goodness maybe we just called it something different is that where like two guys are heading towards each other to kiss and the first one to turn away loses is that what that is yeah that's that's the novice rounds 
Joseph. Oh yeah, I never played that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm so chicken. Look, I used How to, are I, you? I used to say, and maybe this is why, because I used to say that I would make the worst. Uh, uh, I was never. I guess I could never be attracted to another man because I actually have. I have a phobia, and and it's almost an allergic reaction to okay. penises that aren't my own. To right? penises. Like, a, a naked penis gets close to me. I like. I start breaking out in hives. Like, I, I can't breathe. It's just really scary. It's like, well, it's like it's like penis and clowns, dude. I just can't handle those two. Penis and clowns. Yeah. Well, JD, I feel the same way when JD's penis gets close to me. I like get hot and. <laughs> oh, oh. Wrong, wrong story. Never mind. When when I was in basic, um, the the. For the people that weren't in the military, don't know how basic training is, is the showers is just basically a gigantic room with a bunch of shower heads running the circumference of it or the perimeter of it. Mm-hmm. And basically you run in there. It's like prison, kinda, but voluntary. Yeah. You kind of get wet. You kind of get soapy. You kind of rinse off and you're fucking done. I mean, you have like 13 seconds to hot bathe. Spots. That's where you got the hot spots. Thing, yeah. Right? You basically clean your hot spots and you get out. And we, it was like, four weeks or five weeks in and this dude walks in and has the most gigantic boner you've ever seen in basic because it's the only boner I saw in basic. <laughs> but I tell you what, you never saw 47 naked dudes run so fucking fast because nobody wanted to be in the shower with the, with, with the uh, fully erect pecker. It was... Why was he erect? I, nobody... Wanted to ask. Nobody talked to the guy to find out. It was just kind of you stay in your area. But I do have to give him credit because he got to shower for as long as he wanted to and he had the entire shower room to himself. Wow. Hey, you. Hey, uh, Maybe it was a devious Tower plan. Tommy or whatever your name is. Good for you, man. You got to shower on yourself. Hey, so did, did does that... I wonder, did he, did, he, did he ever do that again repeatedly? Because now it was, it was just right, the he one. Like realized, oh. hey, man, if I just go in there with a boner, I could have a yeah. shower to myself. Yeah, he kind of and like goes to town right. a little bit before he gets in the shower. Go to the head. Yeah, he pre-gamed a little bit. <laughs> he's, his own, he's his own fluffer, people. Like, that's how it works. Fluff it up a little bit. <laughs> so, you, oh, so now we got to get back. What kind oh. of crazy crap besides that was in the Navy? Oh, I, I, okay. I, I, Marines. I, man, Marines. What is really weird is that, is that a lot of the, a lot of the typical, <laughs> at least, at least when I was starting out, um, it, I, I, I think I missed out on a lot of the cool homoerotic stuff that happens. In the <laughs> like I want that on a t-shirt. I missed well, out I mean, on all the cool homoerotic stuff. <laughs> All the cool, all the cool homoerotic stuff. Right? I the was fun, in the, the Marines stuff. and I missed out on the homoerotic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like heaven say wah, 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 at the bottom. I, I feel like I was cheated because I got I got to the I got to the fleet and uh, I was in there and I started working. Immediately we went to a combined arms exercise, which is which is just like a big you know where they bring everything together and you go out and shoot and blow a lot of stuff up in yeah. 29 palms so like i didn't have there was not a lot of like downtime to be in the barracks doing stupid shit then i got back and immediately another friend of mine that i went to boot camp with that had ended up um getting to that unit before me said hey 
because they uh, they were the, the company I was in had a super squad. I don't know if you ever heard of a, a super squad. It's an annual rifle squad competition that they do in the Marine Corps. And what they do is is it's it's kind of like the Ranger Challenge or, or something like that, but it's a Marine Corps version. So you do all this cool shit, uh, hard humping, running, uh, you know, offensive, defensive combat, mount. All, you do all kinds of crazy cool shit. And uh, my friend, buddy, fucked me and said, "Hey, get Palacios. He could do that shit." And sure enough, this oh. sergeant and I'm here. I'm like, you know. Just out of boot camp, went to a combined arm exercise for three weeks, came back, and now this sergeant's in my face saying, you're going to be in super squad. And I was like, okay. And so all I did was train with these guys, like, all the time for the first year and a half of my career. And then and then we went and won the competition, went to D.C., met the Commandant, did a bunch of cool shit. Uh, that was when I first saw the, the – uh, Silent drill team in person. It was super cool. So and then I, I got I, to meet the president again. again. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could do it again, I would probably tell the sergeant, no, thank you. I want to hang out with all the other guys and do the cool homoerotic shit because I never did. <laughs> I never got to do this gay chicken. And now I feel cheated. It's never too late. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You, you can always you play can gay always chicken. You can always have your gay moment. You, your, you your have your EGA. You can have your homo homoerotic moment. So you'll JD, be, you'll be a later in life homoerotic together, guy. What's that? When are we getting together? Hey, it's only a four-hour drive. Hey, you should get close you to the what? camera, we'll, baby, and like we can, uh, we can meet, do it right now. We can meet at Bucky's in El Campo. That's about halfway, and and they have really clean bathrooms. Okay, if that oh happens. God. I'll record it, people, and I will post it on the group. And then we will double the, the amount of followers we have. Oh, this is just beautiful. So be so I was in the Air Force, and it was... We had something very similar to that. What'd you call it? Super Squad is what it was? Yeah. But instead of rifle training and things like that, we had competitions as far as who could make it to the printer the fastest in their office chair. Oh. Um, who could get the most even spread of cream cheese on their perfectly freshly baked Seriously? bagels. Um, it was rough. I mean, we, we trained hard for that. This is why people call you the chair force oh, yeah. right now. Hey, you got to play it up. You, you have to. Oh, I love it. I'm going to date myself because I dated earlier I, in, in the, me and JD were communicating earlier and I had mentioned, uh, I shared the, the, the flyer and I was like, uh, I said, thanks for stopping by, but mostly stay classy. And he says, Oh, have you haven't you seen our show? We're not classy. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, the anchor man reference just flew over his head. He's like, it went out the window. And JD's like, I just saw that once. When you were sharing that about the Air Force, I kept thinking of I'm gonna get you sucker. Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah. Well, they were like, Yeah, that's for typing. This one. <laughs> how did you get oh your purple God. heart? When we were playing the rubber band. With the paper clip. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's on Amazon. Yeah, that's the yeah. So the, the classy thing is the stay classy San Diego thing for me. Yeah, 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 I got that. Well, yeah, once, we're, we're sassy, sassy and smart assy. That's who we are. We're not. Yeah, classy. we're not classy. Mm -mm. <laughs> you know, I, uh, Megan, all of Megan's uh, college friends, we met when I was in the military and she was in college or she was just finishing college. And all, all of her friends used to call. 
and, and where it made me feel it made, it was kind of cool but it also made me feel old because they all called me Papa Burgundy <laughs> oh hey and I used to always say you guys should come to my barracks room it's it smells of fish mahogany <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and leather and leather bound books so oh my yeah. gosh but the barracks and the Marines, you were still like open bay, bunch of dudes. Like, oh yeah, was it? Oh no, come on, we we've come we've come a long way. Like, I did, I haven't been in a squad bay. I, I didn't have to stay in an open squad bay since like I don't know, two thousand and eight. So your first sixteen years, <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, no, we, we were in barracks. I was in barracks. We had barracks. Although there was a time because in fifth Marines, when I was in fifth Marines. We were still in open squad base, and then they decided to to kind of like partition them uh, with like you, what you do is you'd use your furniture to make your own room. Yeah, so, using the like the wall lockers. Yeah, and, and so you may and, and then so, and then like a poncho liner, <laughs> anything that you could hang oh at all. Oh my gosh, y'all! That's spare sheets. Flags. I, I can hear you baiting over it, there, Steve. Stop it. <laughs> that, it made, that that made having people that that made having friends <laughs> coming over. Very- oh, I, lo- I lost you. We can't hear you, Joe. I don't know what happened. We lost you. Oh, am I there? Now, now, you're, now you're back. It's now because back. Tommy is calling me. Damn it, Tommy! Hey, don't you know he's on the fucking air? Tommy, hey. fuck off. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Tommy. Love you. Somebody, somebody who's watching, send Tommy Chase a message that I'm on this podcast and for him to come on and watch it. We're trying All to right. be gosh darn professionals here, Tommy. Is it the same Tommy that was at... Uh, Is yeah. it Tower have- Tommy that we're talking yeah, about? Yeah. He had a boner he, in the he, showers? You guys for had TV? a great conversation about gear and equipment for podcasting. And uh, he is actually lately really kind of scaled up with some really cool camera stuff. Yeah, that's really- down the road for us is to upgrade. So I have, I have a question, though, for you, Joe. So you didn't get the homoerotic stuff in the uh-huh. Marines, but what is your craziest freaking story? You're not giving us any, like, juice here. We need the juice. Yeah, you're the soap guy. Give us Tell some fucking us, dirt. Come on, man. Get, show us how nasty you are while oh, you look, needed that soap. I used to have a bad... I, I, look, and, and if my friends from, from any pretty much any time that I serve are watching, it, up until I'm, up until I, I, I met... Met my 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 wife, of course. Uh, I had a nickname that they called the uh, tip of the spear. So I was the guy that they sent in to meet all the girls, right? Uh, but I had a bad rap because people couldn't close the deal, and I'd always end up closing the deal. Oh, so you'd swoop in there and? Uh, no, I wouldn't, and that's the whole that's the whole problem. I never swooped. You, oh, you, you were oh, so you were the victim. You were the one being wooed by the girls, huh? You poor yeah, thing. I these, put them away all the time. Like, I, yeah, these these women won't leave me alone. I mean, I, um, I can't help that I'm. They just and, keep oh. fucking me. <laughs> um. Oh man, wait. This because I, I invited like a lot of people. Can, can we tell who's on here? Is there any family members watching? Um, sometimes we can. Sometimes hey, you we know can. what? Know. If just risk it for the biscuit, man, give it to us. Yep, give it all. Oh, um, oh man, you know, the, 
one of the craziest stories was the very first time I actually deployed to Okinawa, Japan. All right, so this is the craziest story. Obviously, you get the Liberty Brief, right? You're in Okinawa, Japan, mm -hmm. and the, the company gunny there, oh man, uh, what was his, I can't even remember which gunny it was because I had so many of them. But literally, he had us in formation. He's given us a Liberty Brief, and he says, all right, none of you, everybody avoid the red light district, right? And don't go to that damn banana show because it's probably the same lady that was there when I was a Lance Corporal. Banana and, show? <laughs> so then, <laughs> of course, when he says that, where's the first place everybody goes? They go the to the banana show. And they go to the banana, to the banana show, which was so off limits. Um, but of course you go there. And so you're in, in this show and the music's nice and they have the buy me drinky girls. I don't know if you had those, if you had ever deployed overseas, but you just, it's, it's the, they come in, they try to buy you, they, they want you to buy them a drink and then you buy them a drink and it's like, it's like a $45 shot of water. And then when you get your drink, it's like, it's, it's one of these of, of ice and, and some kind of liquor that they say is, but it's really just ice and booze and you get totally shit faced and buy them another drink because they want you to spend $40 on a bottle of water. Oh, so we're there, we're waiting. Yeah, in Korea, there were Juicy Girls, and it was orange juice that you would buy for them. Uh, and, and you'd come out, and, and the music starts, and this lady comes out, and I swear to you, she was in her 50s. <gasps> and I was like, holy shit, Gunny was right. That's the lady that was here when he was a Lance Corporal. So like, <laughs> so like a good morning... Like a good squared away Marine that I was, I sat there and I watched the entire show. <laughs> and oh. I actually watched this lady shoot bananas out of her area across. Out, out of the what? Room. Out of what? Out of her area. What 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 area is that? The, the, <laughs> like area fifty one? Well, it's got many names. The, the, the lotus flower, the beautiful <laughs> The pedal, but literally from her vagina shot I swear to you projectile shooting of object I got the so visual of it just like a so I'd be like you peel bananas funny <laughs> but it's like well I totally got the visual of it especially like like uh, imagine like a, a, a peeled banana but then like cartoon arms and stick legs do you come off and it's flying I mean, through the air and you just hear it go. Oh. <laughs> best, the best part of the story is as as that show ends and they're cleaning up for the next show, the again, as I leave, as I exit the door, the gunny walks in the door. <laughs> no. Nice. No. So, yeah, I'm sorry. But it's awesome. Yeah. Those are, so, I, mean, I really had, man. If she's in now, her 50s. You know what's funny is, is that as, as I've actually, this last couple, this last year or so, as I look back on my military service now, I really kind of see those things now. I, I, I kind of like, I don't know if I tune them out or if they just don't have that much effect on me. All the negative stuff is gone. Like, I don't, I don't let it, I try not to let it bother me anymore, which Again, I don't know if it's because, again, if I'm just compartmentalizing or if I'm actually moving forward, but it feels good to, to just remember the good stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I just oh, have man. a question. If she's in her 50s, do you think her grandkids go to her house and they're like, look, mom, grandma made me banana pudding. And they're like, don't 
eat the banana pudding. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, ha- hey, you know what? Actually, I have a caveat to that story. Oh, yeah. That, Ooh, that yeah. actually happened in like nine, like ninety, like ninety-three. Did I went to that? Did that happen? <laughs> or ninety-four, ninety-three? I don't remember. But then, push forward, ninety-eight. Now, Lance Corporal Palacios is actually a sergeant and has a squad. And I'm telling them, I'm giving them a liberal brief because you're supposed to. And I'm telling them, hey, look, man, dude, you're going to go down there and you're going to go see this show. You're not supposed to. I'm not going to tell you not to because you're going to go. But just know this, that woman there is the same one that was a Lance Corporal. (laughs) I guarantee it. Sure enough, had some guys come back and they're like, ma'am, ma'am, Pilo, you were right. That lady was like 90 or something. <laughs> You're like, I watched it when there was only one banana in there. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I was I was unfortunate enough to get talked into going and seeing the donkey show in Boys Town. No, don't want to hear what? it. And yeah, and, and having a sick and twisted fucking mind, I was actually kind of excited to watch it just because of how fucked up it really is. Oh Not God. for any sexual reasons, just because it's just me, you know? super fucked up. And then I get there. And and they literally beat this fucking poor donkey into submission to make this shit happen. And then I felt I didn't feel bad for the lady. I felt bad for the donkey because it was it was just treated so fucking horribly. I'm like, yeah, that's now, that's uh, a night of my life. I will never ever get back. And I'm I'm gonna do everybody a favor not to go into any farther. I think they know detail. Like we're not gonna do that. There's one right behind us. What's that? A donkey? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make out what it was at first. It was no, it's a horse. Weird angle. It's it's a it's, it's a donkey. Actually, actually, that actually that's Baby Yoda. <laughs> my five year old made it a while back. After we watched The Mandalorian. I have no idea why making a, a horse remind him of The Mandalorian, but that's what it well, was. his name is. Grogu, because it's Yoda. like a Star Wars Western. That's what it. That's why. I yeah. I get it. It's, 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 right. the, it's like a Star Wars Western. Yeah. It is amazing. So so you're from Houston, right? Are you from there originally? Excuse me. You're from Houston originally, or Houston area? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I actually born and raised uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, although I did, I, actually, I did leave Texas just before high school, and uh, me and my mom uh, got kind of me and my mom reacquainted, and she uh, she had a my dad, another dad. So I have another, my second father and she had met this really cool dude. They really hit it off. They got married. Uh, and then she asked me if I wanted to come and live with her. So we went up and we lived with them in Colorado, me and my younger brother. So I actually joined the Marine Corps out of Colorado. So, but yeah, from birth until the ninth grade, this was home. And it's funny cause I, cause I still like drive around. I, I remember everything like, Kind of know how to get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, home <laughs> home will change, but home never changes. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I I'm I live like an hour from my hometown, and they they build new restaurants and they build new strip malls. They tear old shit down, but there's certain things that will never ever change. You know, you, you can go down the same street, and even though the buildings are completely different, you, it's still the same. It's the n- nostalgia hitting you. I haven't been in my hometown in like a hundred years, so I'll see you later, George West. But for now, suck it. 
Suck it, George West. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kat, I didn't catch that. Where Where is your hometown? George West, Texas. George West, Texas. Yep, I grew up on a ranch in Swinney Switch, and we commuted to school 45, 35, 30, 45 minutes uh, to George West, Texas. Could you give me a, a, a approximate location of where George West, Texas is? A half hour north of Corpus-ish. Yeah. Uh, oh. So if you take I-37 from Corpus to San Antonio, you're going to see an exit for... Um, Beville one direction, George West the other direction. Yeah, oh. yes, yeah, yeah. It's like if you it cuts off and right goes Beville, left goes George West. That's right before Three Rivers. There's a refinery there. A lot of people know where Three Rivers is. Or, if you took George if you West took 59 is. out of Houston south, yeah, and you kept traveling south on 59, you'll blow right through the yeah. middle of George West. It's got like wow. two stop signs, so two don't blink, signs. you'll miss it. <laughs> but we have a Dairy Queen, y'all fuckers. So we're we're legit. But um. Cool thing about Houston is um, some people know this that have watched the show in the past. We actually recently picked up to talk about um, this movie Narco Sub. It's coming out September 10th. Um, some of the actors, the, the lead actor lives in Houston. They did most of the filming in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Tom Vera, who's the lead actor, he's actually a uh, geologist for an oil company that's um, station, that's main, uh, based in, in Houston. Based out of Houston. Uh-huh. And so he's acting and he still does that job for the oil fields. And he's a, a, a petrogeologist. And, um, but this show comes, or the movie comes out, hits theaters September 10th, which is uh, the day before Patriots Day. Uh, before then, they've been doing what they're calling Summer of Striker because the uh, main character's name is Bruce Striker. Mm-hmm. And um, they're doing a lot of free veteran viewings across the nation. They've done a bunch in, in Texas already. They did one in Fort Benning, Georgia last week. Um, next week is going to be here in Corpus Christi. Um, I just want to show the trailer to everybody real quick. And a lot of this, you'll probably recognize the uh, the locations because a lot of it was filmed in Houston. So without further ado, let's see the trailer for uh, Narco Sub here. Sounds great, man. The cartel employs what I'm calling now an act of evil, which is the worst kind of scumbags, worst kind of people. Sexual slavery, torture, rape, and forced prostitution. You get the picture, right? An exemplary man. A one-of-a-kind soldier. A faithful husband and caring father. Is that enough to keep him from helping a deadly Colombian drug cartel? What's wrong? Rebecca. If you want to see him alive again, there's a van. Get in it. Your husband. Take care of my family. Is he a smart man? I don't expect you to make this deliver. And if I don't? Your wife, your kid, you will watch them die. Starring Tom Sizemore. Bruce Stryker is an artist, and blood is his paint, and the cartel is his canvas. Robert Lasardo. Let's see if I can adjust your perception in terms of who I really am. And introducing Tom Vera. But let me get one thing straight. I will do anything for my family, and if you get in my way, I will kill you. 
Chandler's the bravest man I know. And he'll do whatever it takes to come get us. And do you know why? Because we're family. Will a man become a criminal to save his family? Narco Sub Rated R. Dude, I, oh, I have, oh, that is gorgeous. Look at that. Black trailer, and tan. The trailer disappears for a black and tan. It's awesome. Gorgeous. Uh, I think I just had the wrong kind of glass, I think. Yeah, <laughs> or you just can't pour for shit. Oh, rude. Yeah, I calls it like I see I'm it. Not a bartender. Oh, you know, that that's always a super cool job, don't you think? A bartender? Although it's like been a there. Yeah, that's how that's how we met was Yeah, I was bartending and then I bartended for her. Yeah. Then I took over managing and then he bartended for me. And then he bartended for me. <laughs> I mixed her drink, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he, yeah. know, he knows how to do the long pour, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that, that means we did it. I, uh, I coined each other in a biblical way. I coined a new term with my wife recently. Uh, because... You know, you know how life happens, right? And you guys have kids, so you know, like the, mm-hmm. yeah, of the the art of the quickie. Because I'm, yeah. Well, I actually, I actually, I mastered a new coin, uh, coined a new term the other day. I told her, God, maybe we could do a longie because I didn't want to do a quickie. <laughs> oh my god! I, you know what? That's the problem. So the other day, JD starts shit with me in the bathroom. We're supposed to be out the door. Like I already had the kids load up the car, and he's like. Let's do this. And I was like, all right, fine, let's do this. But I know you and I know you are incapable of doing a quickie. No, 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 I got this. So we start and he's like, nope. <laughs> he's like, it's not like 10 minutes. He's like, fuck, <laughs> nope. It is, it is an unfortunate truth that I am completely incapable of a quickie. He and, is incapable. And most people would be like, oh, that's such such a great thing. So no, then it the sucks. kids are like, we've been in the car for 15 minutes. And I'm, I'm like, like, shut up, I cracked a window. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you know what though? See, I don't think people realize though, JD. I think I don't think women realize it. It actually takes concentration to do a quickie. Like you really got to focus and and. So you're so you're like telling your wife, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to focus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I can't look at you during quickies because I'm trying to like stay focused and. Is that why? Yeah. You that makes so much oh, sense. He tries to like bend me over things for quickie. It's it's also a double edged sword though. Like you also have to focus to not go too <laughs> So, but I think the quick the, the art of being quick is like subjective. It's in our own heads. Like we don't know what quick and long really is because we have some idea in our head of something different. Well, I was just very appreciative because he actually went until I went and then was like, "Okay, we're I'm gonna have to call it because I'm not even close." And I was like, "Well, that was." Very gentlemanly of you. I'm, I'm so romantic. <laughs> I, I let her hold go. the door for me, as you will. And <laughs> <laughs> I love the the art of the euphemism in this episode is spectacular. Yes, he let he let he held the door open for me so that I could go in, <laughs> and then he was like, "Okay, now that you've done that, let's uh, <laughs> let's go." So you know, so you know, JD, there's no there's no secret that, that I've really taken to Clubhouse. I really like a lot of the stuff that, that Clubhouse does. Yeah. yeah. I recently 
I recently found this really beautiful club. It's called Tantric Awakenings. And literally they 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 were celebrating International Women's Orgasm Day for three days. Is that a paid holiday? It should be. I I, <laughs> I was in, in like my <laughs> I was like listening to them and it was it was awesome. It was all about it was all about elevating women and and like really this thing. And what was really cool was they were supporting three nonprofits. Um, I'm I'm not going to even try to name them, but but they were super awesome. One was one one was like a, about uh, providing um, orgasms. And the only reason I'm not going to mention them because I don't remember their names and I don't want to mess it up. I'll, I'll remember and I'll add it to a comment later when we share this. Lube to menopausal women. <laughs> no, uh, it was like for for uh, hygiene products for when because like in some countries I guess when girls first have their thing, they lock them away and they put them away. I had no idea they did that. And then another one was for uh, sex workers. Uh, it helps them do whatever, uh, however, it, it, it helps them in any way that they need help. And then um, the other one was about, uh, uh, again, providing like education for for young women about sex and all this. Damn things. it, really Joe. Cool. I, that is so inspiring, but now JD is going to want to lock me away for one week a month, and I don't appreciate that. See, but what's crazy is is there's some of these countries out there overseas that that do things like that. So when when a, a girl comes of age, they lock her up and um, whatever the the different cultures do all this shit. And in our country, we're at a point to where you get chastised for holding the door open for somebody when they're walking in as you're walking out because. Now you're being offensively masculine. That is only certain people that are screaming the loudest. Stuff. Yeah, and they, I still think it's a very romantic. Stuff. Yeah, I think I think it just uh, I think the situation dictates. Like, I'm I'm not going to change how like what I think is is polite. Exactly. Just somebody else is offended. Against to it, like yeah, it's just I, I know my intention for it. Right. Yeah. 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 I think you I just. I completely agree. Or are you doing unpopular opinion? Because I don't have a would you rather, but I do have an unpopular yep. opinion. Yeah. So, uh, uh, no, there's no segue to this now, but we're going to do Sorry, every... I see the behind the scenes people. Like one show, I'm going to totally record what we're doing behind the scenes. You're going to see that this is not easy. Yeah, there, there's lots of mice clicking going on. Um, but every episode we do the uh, an unpopular opinion section where we talk about what we think uh, what our opinion is and how it's contrary to most people's and we get everybody else's opinions on it. So the people that are watching, yeah. uh, make sure that you put it in the comments. If you agree, disagree and why Joe, we're going to let you weigh in on these. Um, I'm going to start off with mine and um, my unpopular opinion is that Hanna-Barbera is far superior to Walt Disney. And the reason I think this... Wait, 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 wait. The people or the corporation? The people. Fuck the corporation. Oh, okay, God. The characters, I was like, right? I like can't... characters, like the cartoons. Because, well, well, Hanna-Barbera created 99% of their characters from scratch. They built yeah. the backstories. They made the characters up completely. Whereas Walt Disney, with the exception of the core, Mickey, Minnie, Daffy, Goofy, outside of that, all their major films were based on old myths, fairy tales, folklore... Etc. So he didn't create characters and storylines from nothing. Like he already had something going. Whereas Hanna Barbera started from scratch with everything. This is my thing. 
Okay, look, when when I can't really talk shit about Disney because I'm pretty sure pretty sure they own stock in me because now they own Star Wars. So yeah. I would never diss Disney like you, you bastard. Um I get where you're going, but Hannah Barbera comes to about a certain age. And then after that, but Disney, I think, is transcendent over multiple ages of, of boys and girls. Because cool. they buy all their ideas. Okay, well, no, so he's a savvy. You have to look at, to look at the uh, at, at your, what you're comparing. Hannah Barbera, did they make, they, they didn't make any movies. Hannah Barbera's characters were all like shows, right? Like, Unless I'm wrong, like true. I mean, That's the only true. movies I can think of are now adaptations of like Scooby Doo, exactly, Space Ghost, and things like that, right? But, yeah, yeah. But as he far was, as did, was he even did not oh, man, yeah. I, I think, think if it comes to like core characters, Han, I, I have to agree with you on your unpopular opinion that Hanna Barbera created cooler original characters. But Dis, but then my other side of that is that Disney was able to adapt fairy tales and classics and make them like epic. unique, yeah, in their own exactly. Right. And right. and so, like I said, they're transcendent. Now they're classics. These are stories that were all but lost, and he modeled like they made them classics. So I would say Disney. Sorry, baby. Well, I I I understand your opinion and, and where you're coming from but uh you can go fuck yourself oh okay i will okay <laughs> <laughs> so what is your unpopular opinion and everybody that's watching make sure you put your uh your your way in yeah disney or hanna-barbera i say disney i say hanna-barbera and joe says disney is that correct oh man no i i have to say hanna-barbera oh wow i'm outnumbered here boom well, but I'm talking, look, but that's, see, there's a caveat for me. It's specifically if it's talking about the people character creation, like, because, Got man, it. Space Ghost, oh, man, uh, Thundar the Barbarian, man, come on. You can't beat those things. Like, Everything but Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo is a piece of shit. Greg agrees with me, Disney. Scooby-Doo. You're, you're quite a man, Greg. Captain <laughs> Caveman. Oh, Captain Caveman was awesome. <laughs> All right. So my unpopular opinion is I'm not a mugs person. I'm not a barks person. I am an A&W root beer kind of girl. I think A&W blows the others out of the water. I don't know if that's unpopular. It is. Is it? Yes. And in fact, I saw a uh, voting thing on Facebook earlier today where it said, these are the two top contenders for root beer. Everything else can suck it. And it was Bargs and mug. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, and that's what it... bite. Okay, <laughs> here's here's my my thought on this is did anybody ever go to a Barks drive-through or drive-in or a mug drive-in and get them. and get root beer floats? No, A&W did. A&W just it's creamy, it's, it's delicious, it's heaven. Oh, see, look, Keith says it too. A and W all the way, but I'm serious. There is a Facebook like voting thing going on right now, and they only wanted to compare bugs and uh, barks and, and mug, mug are are are, are a very close fight for number two. I would agree to that. Actually, I wouldn't agree to that. I don't really like barks. I'll be honest. I think if there is a second, it's it's mugs. Barks, mug. barks has a little spice to it, which I can appreciate. I like, I like it. it. Well, you also have to remember. I think barks is the only one that 
has caffeine or doesn't have caffeine? Uh, I thought it was mugs that had Mug. caffeine. Now I'm, I don't know. No, don't, don't give me a line. Caffeine free. Yeah, I know that. It, uh, yeah, I know that two of them are. Yeah, one. I remember which. Uh, oh no, I'm gonna Google uh, it now. You see what you're doing to me right here on the show. And and just since uh, I don't want to get sued, um, anybody that works for A and W Barks or Mug, you can go fuck yourself because we're gonna talk about it anyways. <laughs> yeah. So. I like A and W because <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to say I like A and W because they do have drive-throughs, which I didn't, which I thought was super cool. And and A and W, there was an A and W stand in in Tyler where we lived uh, up in East Texas when Cat was going to college, and we were fucking broke. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like eating bologna on hands because we couldn't afford the bread. Broke, and um, every couple of weeks we would scrape up enough sofa change to go to an A and W stand and get a root beer float and, and chili cheese fries and a bacon cheeseburger. And that was our date night. Like that was what we spent our very little bit of money on. And we missed one week because we were very poor. And then we went back. It was probably a month between the times we went there. And in that month, the A&W shop was sold, converted, and opened up as a Starbucks drive-thru. And I think that's where my complete disdain for Starbucks comes from. It's Barg's root beer that has caffeine, by the way. Does it? Yeah, but it doesn't have much. It only has like 23 milligrams milligrams per whatever which is pretty low i mean i think a cup of coffee is what 200 so it's like a tenth of a cup of coffee so yeah, it's not so it's like, a lot but it is so it's, on, so it's on it's on it's only 250 times a daily recommended value exactly <laughs> so, <laughs> you just need a few more uh let's see uh greg says that it's been a super long time since anyone's had a root beer and greg i have to disagree because root beer i think is my uh he means a actual root beer probably like a no. made from Oh, no, like like A and W root beer is is that's kind of my my guilty yes. pleasure as far as sodas go. I pretty much gave sodas up except for like my uh my no sugar ones I use as mixers for for whiskey or rum or something. But yeah, root beer is is the only one that I really drink anymore. If and and she can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm pretty sure we actually had root beer floats yesterday A and W. I'm, I'm pretty sure because I didn't pour, but I'm pretty sure it was the that I remember the color because it wasn't a Barks color bottle. So mm. if my wife's watching, if she's, she's, I know she's trying to put the kids to bed over there, but she might be watching on her. See how cute. Mm. Well, well, hopefully she's got headphones in because the kids don't need to be listening to this fucking shit. Yeah, we don't even let our own we don't let our own kids watch this shit show. So <laughs> we're like, get your fucking asses up. I shared too. this on my, I shared this on my public Facebook. <laughs> I do too, but I'm like, I don't I don't think I have kids as friends on Facebook, so I think I'm cool. Like I have like my nieces and stuff, oh, but I think And I sh- I want to share something with you guys. We have a new family member. We actually had a beautiful baby girl recently, and I want to share her with you. Let's let's see. Oh, look at this! Oh my gosh, look at you! The cutest thing ever! Oh my god! And I'm a dog person, and this she is like the cutest thing ever. (laughs) Where's our Downsy cat? We have a cat with Down syndrome. We have a cat that I'm like not 
metaphorically saying I'm I'm pretty sure it's mentally retarded. Like I think no, it was inbred. Stop. Uh, he is inbred. Yes. And, so and he's, he's got he's a little, little cockeyed. bit of a yeah, cockeyed thing going. So, so we named him Clinger. Um, like from Mash Clinger. Yeah, Clinger, because he followed us home from the park, so he clung onto us. So we and my mom actually came up with the name, and she's watching. Shout but out, shout out, mom. I, I love you. I renamed him Robert Downsy Jr. because he's fucking retarded. <laughs> His name is Clinger, but they keep calling him Robert <laughs> Downsy Jr. The cat fell while laying down. And How do you fall laying down? And then, so I told people at work that my husband is calling my cat clinger Robert Downsy Jr. because he looks like he has Down syndrome. So the rest of the shift, there's a bunch of nurses looking up cats with Down syndrome images. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And if you want a good laugh, do Google it. That. it it's a, do it. It's worth it. It's hilarious. You're going to go, you're going to go down a, a very funny very, downward spiral. Go, just Google it and look up images. It's, it's, it's a very entertaining. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I did, I got hooked on it too. All right, let's take a look. I, I, oh my god! I, These I, are just... and, and, um, I really hope she's not. But if she is, I swear my mom had a dog that was that was challenged. <laughs> well, yeah. see, that's the he, was, he was touched. So he I was, found out. No, no, it was a, she was like stillborn, and my mom like gave him like like resuscitated him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he came to. And then when you just looked at him, like when he looked at you, you were just like, it's like. The lights were on, but nobody like, was home. Are you, are you there? Like It's called, would, it's called anoxic brain injury. No blood yes. oxygen to the oh, brain right. for too long. I'm so amazed. <laughs> so it's called anoxic brain injury. He's probably not there. That poor guy. You should knock on him. Oh, oh yeah. it's like the coolest dog ever. No, this was like years and years ago. <laughs> years and years ago. <laughs> so I looked it up. Cats cannot actually have Down syndrome, just so oh. everyone knows. They don't have that many chromosomes, so they can't be missing the chromosome that die that like makes them Down syndrome. Oh. So JD and I, I was joking one day and I said, maybe he's missing one. So instead of being like um what is it, twenty-three and me? me, it's gonna be twenty-two and you. And then JD said it, it's twenty-four and more. Like he has an extra <laughs> chromosome or something. Like Down <laughs> syndrome, yeah. Down go, syndrome has extra, extra chromosome, but they don't even get their chromosome count doesn't even get far enough to even have an extra, so they can have that extra one that makes them Down syndrome. But so some, I don't know who, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know who shared this with my wife, but my daughter a minute ago came over here and slid this over to me. Is that water? Yes, it said. <laughs> oh my gosh! So whoever, so whoever out there is looking out for me, I just want to say I'm 100 grateful. Thank you. Yeah i I got to the point where I actually have a gallon jug of water that I carry around with me every day because if I don't carry it around, then I I forget to drink water. Like yeah. I forget to hydrate. I forget. I just get so busy doing stuff, and I'm like I'm ADD, but I'm ADD with the laser focus where I just like get tunnel vision He's on OC something. He has OCD and ADD. It is like so, I'm going to focus really hard on this squirrel. No focus <laughs> for the squirrel. <laughs> like, it is so but, so, so I actually have to carry a gallon jug with me so I remember to drink water. And actually, I used to not drink a lot of water and now that I drink more water, I crave it more. Like I'm thirsty more often now that I actually drink the amount of water I should actually well, drink. My, my wife, Megan, she did that She did that 75 hard challenge. You guys know that? Have you no. about that? It's just an insane thing. You're supposed to work. Uh, you have two 45-minute workouts a day. Drink one gallon of water. 
um, read 10 p- pages of a self-development book and you have to do it. Oh, no alcohol. Uh, reduce your nope. sugar. Stick on some type of meal plan. It didn't say diet. It's just a meal plan. Just come up with a meal plan and just stick with it. 75 days in a row. She did 75 days in a row. Then she did another 30 days of what was called phase two, which was still those 45 days, still a gallon of water, still drink 10, 10 things. But they said you had to take a five minute cold shower. No, no, I'm out. Put yourself uncomfortable. Look, she knocked it out. I was like super blown away. I was like, whoa, like two 45 minute workouts a day. I could probably do the water intake. Okay, fine. I'm already on a, a eat like a diet ish, you know, regiment. No problem. The self-help books. Hey, who doesn't need to learn how to self-love in like a mental form? Great. Cold showers, you can suck JD's dick. I'm not doing cold showers. I don't do cold. Yeah, Mark, as soon as you said cold shower, Mark commented, uh, I'm out then. Uh, Chaz says, fuck phase two. Uh, Chaz said said he did. I did 75 hard. He did 75 hard. And then he said, fuck phase two. Good for you, Chaz. (laughs) My thing thing is, I don't want to go without, I can do, I'm I'm trying to cut out my sugars, my carbs um, for health reasons. I'm getting, I'm a, I'm a gentleman of a certain age to where I got to start changing certain habits to make sure that I become of another certain age. And because if he dies, I'll kill him. I'll revive him just to murder him. But the, the, the no alcohol thing. Now I'm like, I'm fucked that I'm out because, and it's not like, it's not like I'm an alcoholic and I drink. I'll like generally the, the only time I drink is during the Today. podcast. It's during it's you know, Tuesdays it's, during the show. And yeah. just like Tuesdays after the show, I have a routine. I rewatch it so I can take notes. I smoke my cigar and his and, one cigar of the week. Like, come on. He's, so it's like, oh, that's cool. So it's, 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 it's part of my routine. It's part of my decompression. Just kind of letting everything go. Uh, uh, so I'm fucked. The no alcohol, the rest of that stuff I can do. And then the, the cold shower, no, absolutely not. So I was told, so I went on this very strict diet regimen. I've lost a lot of weight. I've talked about this before. I'm not going to bore everybody in this. I've lost a shit ton of weight. I was very stringent. Now I just want to maintain. So I'm not as stringent with my diet. I still work out almost every single day. And I've heard people tell me, well, if there's those extra pounds you want to lose, all you have to do is cut out caffeine. And I'm like, you can suck my mother's dick. Like, (laughs) caffeine is my one go-to. Like, I could probably give up alcohol, no problem. I'm not giving up coffee. That's not happening. I'm not giving up my hot tea. It's not happening. And that, I don't drink sodas. I drink tea, I drink hot tea, I drink coffee, and I drink water. Period, the end. I don't don't venture past that. And if I do, it's like a, a Coke Zero once every century and maybe like a like a big red in Malibu, like when I'm with my sister or with a family floating down the river or something. But like for the most part, no. So no, I'm not giving up caffeine. That is my vice. I'm allowed to have one mother freaking vice people. Like, come on. That's just me. Well, another another thing is, is like, uh, I, we started, she's been working out for years to, to, to lose the weight and everything like that. And then I was teetering between 210 and 215 for a long time. And then I hit 216 and then I'm like, nope, too fucking much. Started going to that that one pound was was that like one the, pound it was like his, was the straw. his brain went, oh my God, I'm, I'm a close fat piece to of 220. Shit, you know? Like and he just because I don't I don't need you know, some people can carry 210 and and carry it very well. It's very proportionate on their body. Not me. 
it's completely nothing but beer gut and, and turkey gobbler. Which yeah, is his legs are still, they were a little. But, he started working out, now they're both. But up. now but I've gotten to the feel- point, at first I hated working out. We were going to the gym and it was, it was fucking torture. And then we started going to a Muay Thai gym. And that was like the, I found my calling. Like, yeah. I love, it sucks. It kicks it our sucks. asses. But, but it's awesome. But I, I uh, um, up until I, I sprained my ankle last week, so I can't, I can't do anything right now because there's so much stuff that's based off of where you plant your feet, how you rotate. When you guys train, are, they, are you guys like full headgear? No, so no, no, no. We do the conditioning. Are you like, are you like slugging it out, or I do the conditioning. He does sparring. Um, well, well, well uh, but they don't sparring, have headgear. Like Muay Thai sparring, uh, uh, MMA sparring isn't like boxing. Boxing sparring, they go a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. Um, MMA of any kind, most martial arts. If you're sparring for the sake of learning and and. And, and you're going what 40 perfecting. 40% you're, you're going anywhere between 20 and 40%. You go, whatever your opponent's going. Um, if you're better than the person that you're going against, you stay at their, at their level. And yeah. and by comparison to everybody else in that gym, including the 15 year old that fucks me up. Yeah. I'm extremely novice and, and I have a lot to learn, but now it's like, I'm 41. I'll turn 42 in October. And I've decided I want to be fighting next spring. I want to actually go and compete. We are to Muay Thai what CrossFit people are to CrossFit. Yeah. You know, you find that thing that you like doing as far as working out. Because working out in general, people don't like say, yay, I get to go to the gym. No, they're like, fuck, if I don't want to be fat, I got to go to the gym. You know, but they when- don't look forward to it. But we, we, to, to the, for the most extent, do look forward to going and getting our asses kicked there. But I, I started off as just doing the 45 minutes a day. And then now I'm doing two hours a day, sometimes three hours a day, four to five days a week. And, and, and I, I look forward to it. And it's so weird. Like, And you do how many days a week? Four to five. Four or five a week? Four or five days a week. He does three to five days a week. Yeah, depending on, on kid schedule yeah, and work schedule. Yeah, but three, I try to get in there say, as much. Because I work out probably normally five to six days a week because even on the days I work, I wake up at like 4.30 in the morning to work out. Most days, not every day. Some days that alarm goes off and I say, no, fuck that. I'm going back to sleep for another 20 minutes. Yeah, what are your what are your what are your nursing hours? Are you are you doing four twelves? You do I ha I'm supposed to do three or four twelves a week, but since COVID started uh for um, you know, about a year and a half, I was doing four and five twelves a week, sometimes six, because we were critically understaffed and you do what you got to do. So uh, I'm a respiratory therapist. So I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I'm like a nurse for the heart and lungs. Uh, and COVID is a respiratory process. So I worked the front lines for the first uh, six, eight months. And then I got moved over to the neonatal intensive care unit. And I've been there happy as a clam for over a year. And I'm and I love it. Absolutely love it. I've done it. Uh, I've done neonatal off and on for uh, since I started my career 15 years ago. So that's where my that's where my life is. That's where my heart is. And if they leave me there for the rest of my career, I will be the happiest person. I love my job when I work neonatal. Love it. That's cool. So so outside of the soaps and and your your recent rediscovery on finding your 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 mental zen path. Um, what was an unexpected thing that you that you found, you know, now that you're a gentleman of a certain age, something that just, just caught you off guard that just gave you a new passion for life as far as either a workout routine or a hobby? 
um, self, like any kind of self-help, self-love, anything? No, man. You know, I think, I think just, just this, this, this whole idea of, of, uh, an, an intentional life, right? Like, like really kind of setting your path and, and also being care. I, I think now, again, it's that whole thing, knowing what we didn't know. I yeah. used to always think, oh man, this whole, this whole idea of, vibrational energy that people share or this whole idea of, I always thought it was like hokey, right? Like, I mean, I'm a practical kind of guy, right? Like you used to hear people talk about manifestation and all this stuff. And I was always like, hey, whatever, that's kind of bullshit. Um, <laughs> but it's because it was just bad PR. And I, and what I think, so, so what you're going to hear is completely opposite of what I just started. I think what I've learned nowadays is to really look at what people are saying uh, uh, or, or what they call stuff and really look at it instead of what they call it. Because I think what I've learned is people are bad at really labeling things, at PRing stuff, right? Like yeah. Manifestation, it's not really about manifest. It's not like, oh, please make this happen and then poof, it happens. It's like, it's like what Lane shares, man. It's like those imperfect actions, those taking those little bitty steps to make that manifest. And, yeah. and and to push that out. Now, there are some things I think. <laughs> there, maybe there is some other things involved when you when you vocalize a lot of stuff, uh, and you have to be careful because I think there is energy and power in that now, which is kind of cool. Because like, I, I think, for instance, I was like saying the other day. I keep saying in my head, "Oh man, I want to redo the garage. I want to redo the garage." We went on vacation. I came back. There was a leak in the sh- in, in in the upstairs bathroom. Instead of ruining the entire house, what happened was the water found a way to just leak into the top of this, the ceiling of the garage oh. and make it so that I now I have to fix it. Now I have <laughs> to do what I said I wanted to do. So it's about actually, you know, I think now it's just setting. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. So, so inter- that's your question. I don't even know if I introspectively answer. now looking back. Is there something you think held you back up until this point? Like, is there something that stands out in your head? Like, man, I, I wish I could have gotten past this habit or this, that something, is there anything that you think held you back prior? Yeah, no, I just think all like this, all kinds of stuff. Just, I, I think the lack of really looking into things, I think is what held me back. The lack of really being open to what's around me and to the kind of information that's really out there, right? Like we always say there's so much information out there. Like, oh, just go on the internet and look. But really nobody looks because you don't really think, right? Because you're so, we're so caught in past beliefs and what we were raised to, to, to know, oh, that's, this is what's true, right? But it's really not. Like you gotta kind of search for yourself. And that's where I'm at now. So when people, so now I, I really want to look for myself. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, oh, it, it makes perfect sense. I think everybody gets to a point, and and people hit at different ages. Or I think I, I'm sure you're probably the same way. You're probably the same way. But I think that you can hit that point over and over and over again to where it's like you finally come to a head with yourself. With okay, oh, yeah. I'm making these stupid decisions and these stupid habits. I'm going to change this. And then you work hard and you change it and you're, you're doing great. But over the course of time, you, you, you don't fall back into those habits, but it you modifies. find, you find new habits yeah. that, that kind of take over. So you kind of have to it, it continually modifies. be, you know, be like I 35 and just keep working on yourself. <laughs> or, or, was, like, 
<laughs> or like I always told, I always told like you guys, fifty nine, or is it Interstate? Yes, 59? yeah, or, or is it? The entire Corpus Christi road system. Yeah, just keep yeah. working on yourself. Yeah. So I told JD, I was like, my biggest problem with myself was my body. So I lost all this weight. And then, okay, now I just want to maintain what's next. So then I got Invisalign. I'm using Invisalign to straighten my teeth because that was always bothering me. But it wasn't as blaringly obvious, obvious as the weight. Weight's gone. Then I'm focusing on that. So now I'm getting Invisalign. So now I'm like, okay, what's next? And JD's like, are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then and then she bitches at me because I say I want fucking Rogaine or Minoxidil or something to to That's not what I comment on. He wants calf implants. And I said, Absolutely. No, I yes, you did. <laughs> and I'm like, no. If I were to get anything, it would be butt implants because so, I have no ass. So Joe, <laughs> I've been so easy on you this entire show, and I know JD is gonna wrap us very soon. So I'm gonna ask you a very terrible question. Are you ready? You're ready. You have Are you ready? Okay. If you could change one thing about your wife's body, what would you change? <laughs> if I could change one thing about my wife's body, what would I change? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that is mean. Evil. I know it's mean, <laughs> but I have to ask one rough question. Like I've asked people their favorite relative. Their, their least their favorite, least favorite sibling. Yeah. Like, come on. That's mean. This is, I got to ask a mean question. Hmm. She does it to everybody. I know. You know what? Uh, nothing. I, I, I don't think there's anything. Come on. Cop out. <laughs> um, She's got a funky toe, you know. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. I love her toes more than she loves her toes. Don't uh, say that. JD, feet growth, JD. Like, no, this is an adult show, right? <laughs> you have a foot fetish? She, like, totally does not let me do anything to her feet. She's like, don't. Oh. Totally? Like, like totally? You, but you want to? <laughs> Are are you a feet guy? I love rubbing her feet. That's just like super cool. So you're you're a foot guy? Ah, no, I love her boobs too. Yeah, there we go. She's got a really nice butt. My God. One thing. There's a mole. (laughs) There's got to be a hairy mole somewhere. Come on, man. A third nipple. Uh, Oh, you know what? (laughs) Um, I think I'd like her to have another piercing. Oh, hey. Where? Yes, please elaborate. Where do you want her hey. pierced, Joe? What? You know what I'm asking? No, no, I think I think uh I think she should do her ear again. Like she's got the tragus. Really cool if she would get that like that this little part right here. Oh conch. The conch, that's what it's called. Oh no, that's the conch. And then let's see, conch is up top, tragus is tragus, right here. Yeah. She just did that. Look, she just redid the the one the of conch. Here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the one in here. I think that would look cool too. Yeah. Yeah. What do I need something? If not, maybe leave you. <laughs> we we had <laughs> uh, and he's like, that's it for for the show, everybody. <laughs> no, we, actually, before we even start rapping, I do need to make a quick announcement. Uh, oh we my just god, got yes, the news. you do. So this Friday, yes. Friday the thirteenth, we are officially going to be Friday the thirteenth. Um, on all your favorite podcast hosting sites like Apple, Google, uh, Libsyn, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible. Um, Pandora will be coming very soon. And in two months, we will be on iHeartRadio. So every major podcast hosting place we're going to be on so you can catch every episode you've missed. Um, We've already got eight to 10 episodes on YouTube. Uh, Much more will be uploaded within the next several days. 
Um, so yeah, you're gonna be able to. We're just, legit podcast awesome, now. So so this is this is like the coolest shit show ever, and uh, <laughs> it is. I don't. I can't even explain it to everybody out there how naturally this has happened because uh, we're not pushing this. We're not seeking out people to be our sponsors. I think we didn't seek out this production company who's done post-production. They contacted us. Um, even Narco Subs and that group has contacted us. Five by Five, who we got to have lunch with today, who are amazing people. Uh, they've all reached out to us and we've been very blessed to have these people in our lives and who are super supportive of, of just us in general. They didn't know if this was going to work. We had people giving us money for a show that they didn't even we didn't even record yet. We're what 19 or 20 episodes deep right now. Yeah. And we're still getting our I feel like we're still getting our legs out from under us or underneath, underneath us. Right. us. And and Not out I mean obviously uh, that's later. There's definitely been improvements <laughs> since episode 1, but it's still like it it doesn't feel real like this is just our 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 fun for the week. Like this is It is. Like, you know I can't believe people paid and people actually watch it. I, that's what blows my mind. I have coworkers. You, you know what this this like this like kind of validates in my own head is that is that if if you're true to yourself, right? If if you if you make people feel good and you and you like you give them something that they like, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Like like I realize now people don't really just buy our soap. Now our soap is good, the, 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 but they like the people. And yeah. I think what you guys do is amazing it's beautiful and people love it and that's what they're, they're it's not about your production value and all this other stuff it's because they want to hear you guys talk and and i think that's that's awesome well it's like the, well, we your, the subscription to your soap it's not that i need fucking soap i mean we have he's investing in you because he likes but, you yeah yeah so we get i'm it. supporting it's the people. you as a person so, and, and that's I, what it is for me and i want to bring this up so greg put over here date night and yes. uh so we were at we were at heb earlier buying the five by five beers that we have and so we're we're in front of this guy and i look behind him on the conveyor belt this guy bought a bushel of flowers, two bottles of wine, and a case of beer. And I literally look at him and I go, date night? He goes, and he starts laughing. He goes, oh, I'm going to surprise her. And no, no. Like, <laughs> Let me paint you a picture of this guy, though. He's got he's got his square-toed, steel-toed work boots on, some cut-off Wrangler jeans. <laughs> In um, a fishing shirt. Yeah, he has a like, fishing a, like shirt. a Magellan fishing like, shirt and a beard. Like he's a southern man buying yeah. two yeah. bottles of $5 wine, a, a thing of so flowers. Milwaukee's best. And, <laughs> and a case of Milwaukee's best. And, and I was like, well, I'm just saying, we have three kids. If JD's coming home with that, it is date night and we don't even have to go out. <laughs> hey, JD. Uh, so, so what's earlier, going on, man? I have to share because he, he, see, I had to go somewhere. Because I told Megan, oh my God, I didn't get anything to drink. And she she was drinking uh, the uh, Corona seltzers. And she uh-huh. told it to me, she goes, you are not going on that show and drinking any of these. Oh. <laughs> if we can't go, you've got to go to the store and get something else because either you're canceling because you're not drinking this. Oh, dang. She likes him that much? No, no. She just didn't want me on a show with hundreds of people. Hundreds, because I'm manifesting it. Hundreds (laughs) of people will watch this show. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. Tens, tens of people watching. <laughs> drinking <laughs> seltzers. Oh, hey, that's I, a good I've point. Good for show. you. Good for you. Haven't we had someone on the show drink seltzers? Oh, no, we, we, we drank the seltzers. Yeah, we did. But uh, we do need to start wrapping it up. It's uh hour 20 into this episode. She's got to get up at four o'clock to work out and then go to work. So um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, thank you, Joe, for coming on. Had we an amazing it. time. It was, it was nice to finally meet you and put like a, a face with the name. I've seen you kind of on y'all's like entrepreneur groups. Yeah. I saw you in like a small group. But uh, she's, she's been on some of the warrior calls. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Um, five by five brewing for the sponsor along with all the rest of our sponsors. That's what we're welcome bringing aboard, five by five. We yes, appreciate welcome. it. We, we love your beer. Um, as a reminder, Friday the 13th, we will start being on all of your favorite podcast hosting places. You can check all of our past episodes as well as YouTube. Um, next week we have a female veteran on, so I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll, uh, it's going to be super cool. Lots of new surprises and, and tantalizing information next week. Uh, I just wanted to say tantalizing. Joe, don't go anywhere. We're going to end this in the broadcast. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Goodbye, everybody. Don't forget to tell them thanks for stopping by. And Thank- <laughs> yep, thanks for stopping keep by. Keep it classy, assholes. Yeah, keep it classy, fuckheads. <laughs> Good night, everybody.